Miriam Bly lay in darkness, her eyelids heavy, shuttering her from the world. Dimly, she was aware of an ache in her belly, another in her heart. But the sensations were dull, muffled. A cocoon wrapped her, protecting her from... From what? This wasn't normal, not-quite-awake-yet sleep. She felt almost like she'd been drugged. What could have... But the thought faded before she could follow it through. She wanted to open her eyes. No, maybe she didn't. Instinct told her there was something she didn't want to face. A male voice prodded the border of her safe cocoon. Honey, I'm here. Wade. It was Wade. A sense of peace filled her. She was with Wade. Safe. And loved. I'm with you, Miriam, he said softly. Now and forever. She smiled. No need to open her eyes. Because his beloved face was crystal clear in her mind's eye. Heaven, Miriam thought as she swayed in the arms of her brand new husband to the yellow rose of Texas. This was sheer heaven. The male singer's voice sang the last line, vowing that the yellow rose of Texas was the only girl for him, and a fiddle echoed the plaintive melody. That's how I feel, Wade said, his chocolate eyes warm and sparkly as he smiled down at her. She'd shed her high-heeled sandals when he'd taken off the jacket of his rented tux, so he was a good six inches taller, making her feel feminine and protected. You're the only girl for me, now and forever, Miriam. Oh, Wade, her heart skipped. He could always make her heart skip. That's exactly the way I feel. Two hours ago, she and her high school sweetheart Wade Bly had been joined in marriage just across the street in the historic church that dated back to Caribou Crossing's gold rush days. Now, after a buffet dinner set up in white tents in the town square, the reception was in full swing to tunes played by the Lonesome Cowboys, a local country and western band. The clear, velvety September sky showcased a dazzling array of stars. But Miriam was sure they couldn't rival the ones in her eyes as she gazed up at her 19-year-old husband. He had rolled up the sleeves of the slim-fitting white pleated shirt and unbuttoned it at the neck, so she had ample opportunity to admire his strong muscles and the tan he'd acquired working on his parents' ranch. His rich chestnut hair was freshly cut in a style that complemented his rugged features. She nestled as close as the puffy white skirt of her wedding dress allowed and followed his lead as the band started to play, Stand By Your Man. As they circled slowly, she gazed around the square. Surrounded by friends and family, had they invited half the town to their wedding? She felt loved, blessed, blissful. One of her best friends, Connie, who was dancing nearby with her steady guy, caught Miriam's eye and gave her a thumbs up. 
Miriam smiled at her, grateful to Connie and the rest of the gang who decorated the town square, making it magical and romantic. They'd threaded the trees with strings of sparkly lights, set out big urns of roses in all shades of pink, and weaved flowers through the lattice of the band shell. Even the statue of gold-panning Richard Morgan, one of the town's founders, had a wreath of roses decorating his miner's hat, and the wire-framed caribou set out by the Chamber of Commerce to promote tourism wore rosy headdresses on their antlers. The square was the heart of the small town of Caribou Crossing, which itself was near the center of British Columbia's Caribou, a ruggedly scenic patchwork of rolling hills and grasslands adorned with indigo lakes, sparkling rivers, and patches of forest.